is Indie Business Podcast, episode 85. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Indie Business Podcast. I'm your host, mentor, and coach, Donna Maria, the founder and CEO of the Indie Business Network. My goal is to help you build a solid business foundation, increase your income, and use your business to create the life you love. In this episode, I interview Christine Meinart of Scent Nudes in Oakland, California. Shortly before the pandemic lockdowns, Christine and her friends decided to create a day centered around making their own perfumes and then visiting a local perfume museum. They ordered all of the supplies, set a date, and then bam, the pandemic hit. But while COVID-19 may have forced the friends to postpone their girls event, it inspired Christine also to start her own fragrance business. In this episode, you'll hear the entire story, plus get some tips on how to integrate meaningful life experiences into your brand in ways that truly connect with your target buyer. But first, this episode of the Indie Business Podcast is brought to you by the Indie Business Retreat. Join me in January for a transformational time of learning, growth, and fun at the beautiful Club Med Michez Playa Esmeralda in the Dominican Republic. Enjoy snorkeling, sunset cruising, and the opportunity to strategize in paradise as you formalize your plan for an amazing new year. Reserve your spot before they're all gone at IndieBusinessRetreat.com. You can get a summary for this episode at IndieBusinessNetwork.com forward slash 85. And now let's welcome Christine Meinart of Scent Nudes in Oakland, California. Christine Meinart of Scent Nudes in Oakland, California. Welcome to Indie Business Podcast. Thank you for having me today. I'm so excited to have you for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is, well, first of all, Oakland is like one of my favorite cities in the whole (laughs) entire universe, but also fragrance. Like I have a passion for scent. I love everything that smells good. I, you know, I, I seem to have no allergies to this, to any fragrance ever at all. And Uh I talk to so many people who have that. I can smell stuff all day long and your business is scent nudes. And I immediately was like, for a variety of reasons, okay, I want to smell, I want to sniff, I want to (laughs) talk. So let's dive in, Christine, tell us a little bit about how you started your business. Yeah. So, um, it's a, a little bit of a, of a, shorter story, but, um, I, I started this last year during the pandemic. Um, and so sent news, I first launched in October of 2020. Um, that was when I first, you know, opened up my Shopify site and invited people to kind of come and, and check out what I've been making. But, um, leading up to that point, um, it was, it must've been, it was pre pandemic, but um, I mean, one of my girlfriends, uh, here in Oakland, we would do kind of, you know, girlfriend meetup nights and, um, she had just gone to a wedding and smelled a handmade perfume on another mutual friend of ours. And she came to me and she's like, Christine, we should have a perfume meetup with all of our friends. We can all go in, split the ingredient pricing, you know, the cost of all the ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, make a perfume together, and then we can all go to Mandy Aftel's uh, Curiosity Museum. And so we were planning this. I, you know, bought Mandy Aftel's 
um, book and just read it and loved it. And I kind of bought the starter kit. I was getting going. And then, you know, the pandemic hit, we never had this like uh, lovely time with our friends. Um, mm-hmm. But I had kind of gotten myself set up and started uh, blending with, you know, with, with all natural perfume um, kind of materials. So that's, you know, just essential oils and absolutes and resins and all of these really just beautiful extracts from the natural world. And so um, I started just playing with blending. I um, have a past as a, a pastry chef and also as, you know, a scientist working in a lab. So it came pretty naturally to me as another kind of artistic uh, medium. And um, so I was blending, but I had also um, in the year prior had started tinkering around with this idea for like a women, like a, a history of women's health, women's sexuality, uh, like digital magazine. And I had just started doing like little designs for this and had kind of tag marked the name sent nudes for that project thinking like, Oh, that's kind of a fun play on like, you know, modern hashtag, you know, social media culture, but having like, let's go back and look in like art history and political movements and whatnot. Um, and kind of come up with a cool designs, um, magazine to kind of tell those stories. But as soon as they started blending, I things started to click together. I was like, Oh, this is kind of a cool, you know, intersection because there's so much of that history in um, in the history of perfumery and, mm-hmm and fragrance in, in culture. And, um, and just, if you go way back and just read, you know, stories of how, you know, mm-hmm. ancient fragrances to humans. So anyway, yes. that's how I kind of like, I took that, the scent nudes name and kind of came up with these few blends that were a little bit, you know, reflecting of, of some of these stories I'd maybe wanted mm-hmm. to tap into. Um, and, and then it was, it was kind of, I, I knew that I was kind of tapping onto something that I wanted to mm-hmm. share out. And mm-hmm. so that's the, the longer story, I guess. <laughs> that is so great. And like, I can't even write down my questions fast enough um, because there's so much meat there. Like, first of all, I love how you have combined like your uh, professional history in the chemistry field with your yeah. professional history as a pastry chef. And the mixing and the beakers mm-hmm. and the, the, the sort of stirring and, and stuff that goes on in both mm-hmm. of those fields have led you to this whole new business. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did have, I had a baking uh, business. Um, I guess it was 2013. I, I had surf muffins, which was my first uh, entrepreneurial endeavor. And um, I sold at farmer's markets down uh, based in Joshua tree and really loved having that business. And it was a total blast to kind of just get that set up and operate Surf that for muffins. a little bit. Yes. <laughs> okay. So these were muffins that you eat that they have like a, a theme or a surf theme. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, um, that's how it started. I ended up making more than muffins, but, um, I, yeah, that time, works, was, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so that it was also kind of the same, a similar ethos to this business. And, you know, I was at the farmer's market. I tried to source as much as I could from the other farmers in the market. And I like dove deep into just where ingredients come from down to like 
grain? Like, can I find a California grown milk flour or so that to me is, I love that part about also running this kind of business is understanding your, your sources and really learning about, you know, where, where these materials come from and, and try and be really thoughtful about that and, and connect with producers, um, which I, cause I think that, you know, lends as the creator, you're a little more thoughtful about what you're using. Um, but also just the craft and quality of the product. Um, if you're really understanding your materials and where they're coming from, I think that just ends up creating like a more beautiful, um, refined kind of end product too. It does make it a richer experience for for you as the maker, but tell us a little bit about how that impacts the way your customers and your buyers see your products. Yeah. So with natural perfumes, um, you know, if for those that, you know, maybe aren't super deep into fragrance, you know, there's um, a lot of different materials you can use in perfumery. Um, Two big kind of buckets that people put or use are like synthetic and naturals. Um, and naturals means, you know, it's, you know, a rose absolute or, you know, it's, um, you know, an essential oil of, of, you know, coriander, whatever it is, um, where a synthetic is, you know, it's created in a lab. It can mimic natural fragrance molecules. Um, but there's, it also, you know, just opens up this whole new world of, you know, all the different, you know, molecules you can have um, to kind of create these unique scents. But in in means of production, then um, obviously synthetics can be produced at a lower cost um, and naturals uh, because, you know, you're going in, you know, for a rose absolute, um, you know, however many thousands of petals of roses to go and, you know, that gets made into just one milliliter of material. So, so when you kind of, as a, as a, a customer, you might see, you know, one of my perfumes, you know, going for quite a bit more at a cost than, um, than something that's made with synthetics. And it's, you know, I, I definitely, I'm, I, I love working with botanicals mostly because I kind of connect with them energetically. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. for me, um, as the kind of the, the artisan, I love connect, like, to me, that's part of the, the art is like connecting with these botanicals that come from the earth that have significance across, you know, you know, thousands of years to other humans. And, um, that to me is part of the beauty of the natural fragrance. Um, there are some synthetic fragrances that smell amazing. And, um, but that's just like a totally different, um, I guess, product and craft. Um, and so, yeah. And so when, yeah, that's definitely, you know, part of my process is, you know, as I'm, you know, seeking out kind of the highest quality materials, you know, that's going to be reflected, um, to a buyer in price. Um, and they they see, they understand that because you probably convey that in a lot of your marketing. And I would imagine that Mm -hmm. your, your attitude and your, um, you know, the, the richness that you feel comes across when you talk to your customers and your audience about your products and how they're made. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. For me, that's, you know, the biggest part of this is I love sharing, you know, the sources and the mm-hmm. process and, um, the inspiration. Um, yeah. So it is more than just, you know, kind of 
creating a fragrance for sake of fragrance for me there's a lot um there's like right. yeah the art and the energy um of it as well Oh gosh, it sounds so intriguing. And you talk about the process, like, and I'm really curious what you mean by process because, um, well, we have another Mm -hmm. thing in common too. And that is we've taken the Mandy Aftel introduction to perfumery, which is, can I just pause for a moment of praise for that woman? Yes. Like she is extraordinary. And how jealous am I that you live across town and you can go to the museum? Did you ever end up getting, I mean, probably not, right? Because it's closed for the pandemic. Well, yeah, so actually I've never taken her course. I've only read her materials. Um, you got the book, and, the introductory book, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. No, I bought one of her, I think, which one do I, Essence. Um, I oh, Essence and Alchemy. Yes, Essence and yes. Alchemy is the one I read through. Um, but yes, is I did. Like I was amazing? Little, She's amazing. Yes, yes, it was beautiful. Um, yeah, she's incredible. I did get to meet her briefly. I went into the museum right before the pandemic hit and she was in there. Um, lucky you. Yeah. Yeah. She just, yeah, her collection of books and, um, just all of the little natural objects in the space is, um, really wonderful to go explore. I can only imagine. I saw she did a little (laughs) tour on Instagram. So people who couldn't come could get a feel for it. And it was really, really wonderful. So, so in terms of your process, um, how did you, okay. So your girlfriends were going to have this great time and the pandemic interrupted that, which kind of interrupted so many things. And, and then you just kind of said, okay, well, I'm going to do this. Like, how did, how did that happen? Tell us a little bit more about that Uh, process. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very curious, and um, I have a lot of different, I guess, creative outlets. You know, I like to paint, um, mm-hmm. the pastry chef work. Um, so there's a lot. Like, I'm always kind of um, learning new things, getting curious about, um, you know, things that I can create and means of expression. And, and so this just became a new curiosity for me. And, um, like I said, as far as like some of the skills, because I, you know, had worked in labs and kitchens, like were very just second nature. So the whole act of the blending and, you know, being cautious with your materials and creating stock dilutions, that all was something that, you know, I, I just got everything kind of set up very quickly and felt really comfortable with, um, with working with the materials. And for me, then I could kind of start to jump into kind of creative, um, pro like, um, ideas with it. So like love in the time of Corona is the first one I blended. Um, and it's actually, I would say by far the most popular blend that I have. Um, and that funny enough came from this, this friend of mine that, you know, she had smelled this perfume on her friend. And so she emailed her and gave, sent back a list of like, I don't know, 15 or 20 different um, botanicals that it, she had used to blend it. So I had this list. This was just like the first list of some botan. I was like, okay, I was like, maybe I'll try something using this palette. And um, just started, you know, working in this, you know, kind of like re- limited palette of materials that and this other person had said they really loved using and that's mm-hmm. what this, that fragrance came out of. So that one is kind of a, I, you know, it's really beautiful, but also that was kind of a fun um, kind of creative bounce with friends. Like to me, it's very much on like friendship and 
mm-hmm. uh, relationship. Um, and so for me, yeah, that, that process, like I just had this limited palette and was just started to play with, you know, different bass notes mm-hmm. or middle notes and, um, end up kind of coming out of it with something really beautiful. Um, but, or like a different, you know, example of process, uh, heaven's mouth, which is one I really love wearing. Um, I, there's this, um, movie Itumama Tambien. And at the end of the film, there's just this like stunning beach that, um, they've, this group has been traveling towards throughout the movie. Um, and it was the name of the beach is Boca del Cielo, which is heaven's mouth. And so for that, like that beach has always been just a standout, just one of these, you know, just like beautiful, inspiring spots um, mm-hmm. that you sometimes see in, in film or, or in travel. And so that one, I was like, ooh, let's kind of think about, mm-hmm. um, you know, being in, you know, that space, maybe going to like one of these little bars nearby and having a Paloma. So pulling in, uh, you know, grapefruit and lime and, you know, thinking about, there's probably like a little bit of jasmine in the air. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe the air is a little musky and sultry and using it. So there's ambrette at the base of that, which is, you know, the seed of a hibiscus, which is also, you know, a flower that would probably be seen there at that beach. So for me, that was like this kind of fun exploration to like, ooh, let me imagine all these botanicals that would be in this, this space that you'd experience in different ways. Um, and kind of layering them together. Um, and so like, was, was love in the time of Corona your first, mm-hmm. your first uh, blend? It was one of the first ones. I think I was, I was blending a few different things at the same time, but mm-hmm. it was definitely one of the first things. Like I had a, a couple different um, concepts at right. that time that I ended up right. not developing. Like, you know, there was and this, this, that one ended up being kind of a standout Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when I was first starting to blend, um, That's so amazing. And I'm at yeah, your website. Yeah. I see the sense there's yeah. such unique colors. Like I see a deep blue mm-hmm. for the bedtime stories yeah. and different shades yeah. of like tan and, uh, mm-hmm. like a amber kind of color. So t- tell me a little bit about how mm-hmm. you, um, you know, tell me a little bit about how you like, integrated these parts of yourself and what you were creating into this interesting and intriguing business name, Scent Nudes. Yeah. And for those of you who aren't looking, I want to describe it. It's the word scent, but it's spelled S with a space and then E-N-T. So where the C would be, there is a blank space. So it's Scent Nudes. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, you know, a little, I uh, explained a little bit earlier that, that, name has was kind of a a placeholder I had for this other just kind of like digital design magazine project um so that's where like the past tense of the send news came from I mean send news is kind of like you know ubiquitous in our kind of online culture now and um so that was the tweak of it like thinking about it in the past tense um for me I guess was kind of this play on like remembering to kind of look backwards at like inspiration um and also though for the fragrance um for me you know taking the sea out um you know fragrance is something that we feel but it's invisible mm-hmm. so that's kind of uh, you know a play to that and and especially here you know scent nudes is a natural fragrance brand um i disclose all the ingredients 
so that's kind of like the the nudes part so it's all natural you know everything's transparent transparent about what I'm using um and it's kind of just it has that kind of fun sensuality to it um so there's an overlap of a lot of different ideas there um because I have to tell you like I know at the beginning of our conversation, you said you explained it, but the reason I asked again (laughs) is because I'm dense. I didn't get it. And um, (laughs) so, and let me just tell you, when I first saw the brand name, I was, I went to the website and I was like, um, so intrigued, of course, because fragrance, Uh right? But then I also said, like, what is the, I don't, I understand the C being missing, but why? And then, you know, my first thought was like, I'm going to, she like, is she sending nudes? Like she sent some uh-huh. nudes. I just was trying to figure out yeah. exactly yeah. what it was. And so sharing and, and hearing you sort of describe that. Um, and I, and I did notice that you have all of your ingredients disclosed on your description mm-hmm. page, which is a nice tie-in to the idea of um, the, the nudity and the transparency yeah. of being able yeah. to do that. Totally. Yeah. And also I think you know, a part of the brand ethos is, you know, loving Mm -hmm. the body that you're in and thinking of these, you know, like adorning your skin. Yeah. Um, you know, because fragrance is something that again, you can wear that can't be seen. So, um, trying to bring those values in subtly, um, just in some, yeah. And just, you know, the imagery, um, or just kind of the feel of, of the brand overall. I definitely think you did that. So I have to ask you about one of the yes. most amazing things I've ever seen, which is this mixtape. Okay, everyone. Yes. <laughs> okay, listen, like this is not, you know, there's so much story here. There's so much to yeah. bite into. It's not not that anything is just a fragrance, but it's not just scent. It's it's yeah. a it's a it's a combination of um, emotions, which brings in music. So tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about this mixtape volume one. Yeah. So I knew when I started blending for me, music is, um, has always been a very strong influence, um, in my life, you know, from going way back. I, you know, I was born here in the Bay area, but grew up in Seattle and was up there, you know, going to shows from like a young age. And so I love music. Um, and knew I would want to have playlists to go with each blend. So I kind of already knew that when I was starting to put the fragrance together, you know, I love just, um, you know, being able to experience creativity and art through all the different senses. And so fragrance, I think, you know, lends itself well to being paired with something like music. Um, and so what's kind of, you know, kind of already making these playlists as I was blending, And then I was thinking about, you know, the packaging for, I wanted to do a sample set and I wanted to kind of keep in line with the transparency. And so I had been looking at, okay, do I do like a clear pouch or what, what like just thinking in that vein and I was mood boarding and Mm -hmm. I kept noticing, I kept tagging cassettes. Um, I mean, there was like a Chanel purse that was like a cassette Mm -hmm. tape, I think back in the nineties. And I had that on like my mood board. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, what if I actually just use the cassette tape? And, you know, I don't know, this is like aging me probably quite a bit, but like, I remember, you know, a boy dropping a mixtape off on my parents' porch when I was like 14. 
um, you know, like a little cassette tape of songs that he made for me. It, so oh like, my you know, gosh, mix, I yeah. did that too. I did that for yeah. my boyfriend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so like mixtapes for, uh, you know, I, it's interesting because there's, yeah, the generation where it's like, we actually did make mixtapes on cassette tape. But I know that, how about that. that <laughs> yeah, but that's still held through culture. Like people still will, you know, make a mixtape, even if it is a digital collection of music or that, 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 you know, that phrase mixed yeah. really resonates with a lot of people. Um, so so yeah, are these like, this is for, this is for cents or, or are they oh. like, is the mixtape on Spotify or is it a real cassette yeah. tape? I mean, what is there's, it? There's no, there's no real cassette tape. So you just get the cassette case and your fragrances are inside of it, but there's liner notes. So I've designed liner notes and there's a QR mm-hmm. code uh, for each fragrance in the liner notes that takes you to Spotify for where the playlist is at. You know, we are all about innovation here <laughs> at Indie Business Podcast. And to me, that is the definition of it when it comes to um, f- fragrance. I mean, I just have yeah. not seen that combination anywhere else. It's brilliant and yeah, also a lot of fun. And, it, you know, it's so fun yeah. to combine the the digitalization or the digitization mm-hmm. of our society today with something as ancient ancient as perfumery yeah. with something that's in the yeah. middle in the mix there like a cassette tape um yes yes fantastic. and like that thank you yeah I mean I love that I'm like that I love old everything <laughs> like yeah, I love yeah. records I love you know collecting vintage items but and mm-hmm. I love learning about history, but I think there is a cool intersection where we can kind of hold on to those um, yeah. kind of quality and like bring that into a modern space and it's um, way cool. have fun with it. Thank you. It's so cool. And just imagine in another few years or even now, like cassette yeah. tape players probably cost way yeah. more than they did when we had them because they're like vintage now, like LPs. They're, yes. you know, eventually going to make a comeback. So tell us a little bit about the magazine yeah. and how this fits into your brand. Yeah. So um, I I did a, what I call a mini magazine um, in February. And this was my, it was, I just have it up as a digital copy uh, on the website. Um, I haven't totally forayed into producing print magazines for sale yet, but, um, that had been something I was playing with, you know, a couple years ago was, Oh, I really like mm-hmm. this, the idea of a magazine. And at that time I was like, Oh, I want to tell stories of like women's health or sexuality or movement, or just kind of all these ways of being in your body and, and stories mm-hmm. behind them. Um, but I was like, oh, I really like I had for February, I was like, you know what, I'm going to just put together a small collection of practices on kind of feeling and experiencing love. Um, and that's what this, the mini mag on the website is all about. Um, and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so I, um, I practice yoga. Um, I, you know, have a history of, you know, being a pastry chef, but also just, uh, I I'll teach cooking classes, um, at yoga mm-hmm. retreats. So there's like a recipe, there's a couple yoga poses. Um, there's some arts practices. Um, there, so it's just like a small collection of ways to kind of tap in, mm-hmm. um, using uh, across senses, because again, you know, Fragrance is this very sensual experience. You mm-hmm. you smell it, but then you feel something, or maybe you think of a song. 
Um, and so, yeah, this collection is just kind of, yeah, ways you can kind of tap in and, and find just like love in your life. Um, not necessarily romantic, but just, you know, experiencing love. So the, the overlap between all of these experiences is fascinating to me because um, so often when we are um, talking about fragrance, we are really talking about experience. But what, what you've done is you've, obviously, if I buy your perfume, it's going to be my experience. I mean, no matter how you describe right. it, it's still going to be my experience. But what you've also been able to do with your brand, it seems to me, is layer your experience on top of that in a very tangible way. Like I can download a magazine, maybe soon I'll be able to buy it, put it in my mm -hmm. hands. I'm not sure from what you just described, but at least I can download your thoughts yes. On, yes. on, on these lifestyle things, which then can sort of bleed into my use of your product. Yes, exactly. So yeah, is, is that idea. like intentional? Yeah. Is that an intentional? Because again, like the, a product is a product, like a perfume, uh -huh. a soap, a lotion, a cup of coffee, yeah. you know, at some level, they're all maybe not great, but none of them are awful. So, so right. <laughs> um, when, when you, when you overlap your impressions on the product, do you think that helps to sell it? Well, I mean, the, the magazine isn't necessarily saying like, take out your scent nudes perfume and, mm -hmm. and do this. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely, you know, more practices that might not even mention fragrance mm -hmm. or perfume in them. Um, for me, I guess for me, I, you know, I wanted this to be more than a product. Um, you know, I want, you know, scent news as a whole to be right. kind of embodying, you know, how do you experience life? Um, mm -hmm. and, you know, actually like one of this, uh, individual I, I buy a lot of materials from who's really incredible. Um, mm -hmm. John, uh, John Steele, he sources oh, yes. some of the most beautiful extracts. Yes. Uh, I was, I was talking to him last week and uh -huh. he, he said, um, you know, it can, sh it, we were discussing a certain botanical, but he was like, mm -hmm. it's, you know, finding the extraordinary and ordinary moments and understanding that there is, you know, radiance to be had, um, at any time. And that kind of is what I'm, you know, working to kind of build with scent nudes is maybe you spritz my perfume and it kind of, it shifts your, your moment for you and you kind of find beauty mm -hmm. and just, you know, walking through the hallway. Mm -hmm. Um, but also just kind of, you know, putting other pieces of inspiration out there for people to, to find kind of the, the mm -hmm. radiance and in every day. And I think there's such a lesson here though, for entrepreneurs as well, to see that a product is a product. And I understand what you're saying when you say the magazine, for example, is not like, go buy my stuff, go buy my stuff, mm -hmm. but there's a lifestyle association with it, which draws people in. Right. So so I, the exploration of that is fascinating to me because as artists and entrepreneurs, we cannot be just selling a product. Right. Not right. only does it like go against our nature, like it's just, it's just not kind <laughs> of what makes our hearts sing, but the combination of having a product that complements things that are intangibly 
an emotionally maybe life enriching is where you can tap into a real connection with another person and be more than just the provider of a product to them, but actually help them live a better life. Yeah. And that's, um, yeah, I'm still, you know, I'm in early phases of, of building this. Um, but that is kind of the bigger, the bigger vision there is to kind of keep integrating more, um, of this, of these experiential Mm -hmm. practices, um, and experiences, um, you know, not just, you know, they'll, you know, with products, but, um, but other, other means of experiencing, um, the brand and kind of being Mm -hmm. able to learn something from it as well. And in a lot of ways, Christine, it's also experiencing you. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, does that does that feel vulnerable in any way? I mean, you've described so much of what what is meaningful to you, your background, right. just in this podcast in the past few minutes. Do you feel like um, sharing a bit of who you are feels like a natural ex- expansion of of what it is that you're creating with this brand? Yeah, I mean, for me, that's kind of I guess as if you're going to say like as an artist. Um, you know, that's always part of it is like when you make mm-hmm. a painting and put it out in the world, like it's probably incredibly personal and, you know, you're kind of right. leaving it up for people to be like, oh, I don't like that color or I think it's messy or, you know, whatever people are, if mm-hmm. they, you know, don't know the story or, you know, but that's part of, you know, creating art and putting it out into the world is, um, yeah, you are putting a piece of yourself out there and that mm-hmm. is vulnerable. Um, but you know, that's, I mean, kind of with anything in life, like if Mm -hmm. you're connecting with other humans or choosing to opting into, to society, you're gonna, you're gonna find your, you know, you're gonna have to kind of hold true to yourself and, Mm -hmm. um, and take in whatever kind of comes at you. But, um, but I think for me, that was really important with building the brand too, is I knew for me to care about it, um, it had to be essentially like, uh, and you know, an art an, an expression of myself, just like mm-hmm. any other kind of piece of art I might be making. It's very intriguing. And I think it's one of the most exciting things about entrepreneurship today is that, um, is that, is that it's such a natural with technology. It's almost natural to do that. Like sometimes you have to remember that you're doing it like because you're just living your life right right? because it's so connected to what it is that you're creating Christine how long does it take you to conceive of and then end up with a final perfume creation in your hands um that depends I am so like I said inspiration based like um Mm -hmm. which is a little hard sometimes like I I could technically sit down and like blend something um, some things, I mean, like love in the time of the Corona came together so elegantly, like that I was probably just blending. I want to say maybe a month, like of doing different trials and coming back to it and tweaking it. Um, but I still have little, you know, concepts I've had and, um, just different, um, ideas that I still have in vials that I'm still working on and, um, mm-hmm. started those maybe like nine months ago. So, right. um, so it all depends on, on the, you know, the magic of, 
having the inspiration and kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, picking up the right materials and blending them together. But I mean, Mm -hmm. really, if like, say, you know, I spend like a month kind of toying with an idea, then I've got, you know, that kind of recipe ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can scale it up and, um, you know, we'll kind of make the the first fragrance kind of compound or base, whatever you want to call it. And that's just, you know, the mix of those, um, of the pure, like absolutes or essential oils all together for a little bit, you know, ideally like a few weeks to, um, you know, a couple Mm -hmm. months Mm -hmm. and then, um, kind of just, you know, diluting that down with the ethanol and letting that kind of simmer on its own for a bit. And then Mm -hmm. then so that's kind of the general process of actually coming up with a concept, coming up with the formula and mm-hmm. expanding it. That's so, that's so fascinating. Um, and I, I love to hear you describe how it is um, inspiration driven and, and you don't feel this, uh, apparently you don't feel this need to go, okay, I need a new scent for the spring and I need a new scent for the month and I got to hurry up and get it done that you really sort of allow the inspiration to flow and yeah. that makes the um, experience that much more rich, I, I, I would think, for your customers. Yeah, for me, I'm definitely um, not putting myself to be pushing new products out. For me, that, like, material-wise, that's, um, it doesn't make sense to be kind of constantly buying new different mm-hmm. materials if I don't need them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of just staying streamlined on that front. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have, um, oh my gosh, does that mean that you don't, you're, you're not like addicted to buying the new, <laughs> the new materials? Like uh-huh. I love yes. the fragrance so much. And I love, I love that we can get oils and we can get absolutes and the thickness and the richness and the texture of the different materials is so fascinating to me. Yes. No, I mean, I do have a good, cl- when I was first getting started, you know, I built up a decent library. So mm-hmm. I have, I have some good stuff at home. I all, yeah, it is. I of course could always want more, but I, yeah, try, I know. <laughs> I'm really thoughtful. And, yeah. and, you know, if I really want to smell something like Eden botanicals, they'll let you buy like a sample size of almost mm-hmm. any they're naturals. So if I really am oh wanting goodness. to check something out, I'll, I'll get like a few samples from Eden. Oh, uh, Christine, you are hitting all the buttons. Mandy, John Steele, um, Eden Botanicals, like for, for people who are perfumers or who love uh, natural scent that are listening, they're probably all like, you know, vibrating right now <laughs> with this conversation with you because all those things are so just so integral to creating scent today. Um, right. The resources. Right. Totally. And like, that's kind of what I, you know, I mentioned earlier is for me, like the mm-hmm. actual raw materials are what I'm really fascinated by. And that's, yeah. as like, you know, the art of it, that's kind of what drives me to, to use them. Um, but yeah, no, I have two new things I'm doing a soft launch of um, at the end of May on mm-hmm. uh, there's a full moon at the end of the month, which is the mm-hmm. flop moon. Um, so there, that's like a little teaser. There are two things coming out um, and they're going to be a little bit, they're not going to be quite an eau de parfum, but um, these ones are really two blends that are really going to be focused on like energetics and vibration and 
um, using fragrance when you kind of want to like shift your own energy into mm -hmm. another state. So I'm really excited about those. I'll be kind of starting to post little tidbits about that. Um, Did you start already? Cause I'm on your Instagram yesterday. I yeah. saw something about butter and I saw a picture of a piece of buttered pound cake. It looks like and a fragrance bottle yeah. that was like almost the color of like a caramelized butter and I was like that like those sorts of deep fragrances are my personal favorites so is that are we are we in for something oh, along those lines no kind of in the other direction but I the I oh, this was, was a terrible tease then yeah was, <laughs> I was just I was just in the mood for buttered cake <laughs> okay but, um, all right yeah, yeah, no, the, what, well, these, these next two, I've been um, going through my Reiki master training um, over the past uh, four months, and so have been working with energy and, um, and connecting mm -hmm. with, like, the botanicals on an energetic level, so these two will, um, you know, have, will be Reiki charged. One, um, I've crafted, like, a a flower essence, which is a non-fragrant material, but more an energetic um, material where you can kind of capture a flower's um, energy and vibration. Right, right. Yeah. So one of them will have a little bit of a flower essence in it that I've, I've made. So um, it'll be that direction. I'm really excited for them since that um, it's kind of bringing in a couple different things that have been really inspired me lately. Yeah. Well, Reiki, which you're just mentioning now, so another dimension of your personality that I know will be infused into yeah. your brand. And Scent Nudes, everyone, scentnudes.com. You've got to get a mixtape. And before we go, Christine, I know so many of our listeners um, really, you know, they, they love the idea of starting a business. They have a, a traditional job. And I'd, I'd love to know what your thoughts are on that, because I know you work um, outside of your business as well. Can you offer any tips for people who might be, you know, feeling like, oh, I can't start my own business because I have a traditional job? And what, what, what advice or encouragement do you have for them? Totally. Well, so I've done it both ways. So when I started Surf Muffins, I had just got out of grad school. I moved to Joshua Tree and just like decided to start a business and I had zero income. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I've done that way. But you um, had muffins though. You had muffins. muffins. So. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, when you're doing it that way, the one piece of beauty about just kind of going all in is the stress is incredibly high and you've got some you know, you either have to do it or you're, you know, you don't have any, any uh, rent money. So, um, but that's a really stressful way to do things, especially if you don't have like kind of a foundation or, um, and so that this time around, you know, I work full time and started this on the side. I had that kind of, um, that wisdom from previously. Um, and this time I knew I would start a little bit slower and, um, by starting something while you're working one, your, you know, your basic needs are met. You're, you have that stability piece for yourself. So for me, at least when I don't have my kind of basic needs met, I can't really be creative and, um, you know, starting a business while there is a lot of just kind of, you know, admin work or operations work, like you do want to be in a creative space while you're, you know, designing products or mm -hmm, designing mm -hmm. pieces. 
So for me, it's important to be in a mental space where I can have that creative energy um, as well. But also just, you know, if you're thinking about starting something while you're working, just set realistic goals, you know, kind of know that you're not going to be able to commit your full time to it and that you're going to be spending, you know, evenings or weekends or whatnot working on it. Um, and so set realistic goals there, you know, just know that, okay, I want to have my website mm-hmm. lined and up. Maybe, you know, if you were working on it full time, you could do that in a few weeks or a month, but no, maybe it's going to take you a little bit longer. If you have resources, mm-hmm. thinking about delegating things. Um, if you, you know, have a strong creative vision and you're working full time, maybe you have extra resources, you can kind of delegate some of these more time intensive things. Um is like one idea. Um, but yeah, just, uh, and know that you're going to go through ebbs and flows where, you know, your job might pick up and you might be really focused. Um, and know that, you know, just because things might, you know, slow down with your personal business for a little bit, that that's okay. And that's going to be kind of part of the push and pull. Mm -hmm. Um, and just remembering that, you know, your job is supporting you, you're able to kind of have this, you know, amazing opportunity to create something of your own. And mm-hmm. for me, it's just kind of staying, you know, grateful for both of those things as well. And it really is possible to do both long-term if that's what you want to do. A lot of people think it's like an either or proposition. Like you have to, you have to quit your job to start a business or at some point you will, and you yeah. don't have to do that. Right. It's yeah. And that's, that's a, a really good thing to keep in mind is, um, you know, just knowing like, uh, there's a lot of people who keep the same, you know, two things going for a long time. And maybe mm-hmm. your goal is not to, you know, scaling a business to become your full-time income. If that's a lot of work and that's mm-hmm. a lot of high mm-hmm. stake, and then you're really having, then you're kind of accountable to keep that going, uh, for however long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so maybe that's not even your goal and that's totally okay. I think, yeah, people kind of, you get into this mindset of like, oh, you have to start the business and that has to be your everything. Um, Maybe that's not what you want to get out of it. Maybe you want to keep it at a level where it's like a really amazing creative Mm -hmm. thing that you're working on and then you're not stressed about the money piece of it. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I love what you said about how you can't create when you're worried about, you know, so worried about finances that your mind is sort of, mushy to, to being able to make anything yeah. else. Yeah. So, so by the way, thank you so much for sharing those words of encouragement. I think, I think as we move, you know, through toward uh, easing our way out of this pandemic or however you want to describe it, like a lot of people are thinking along those lines, like what could I do? Or maybe they've started something in the midst of this and, you know, now maybe they are, you know, their employee, employee, employers are, you know, changing things and maybe going back to sort of quote unquote normal. And what do I do with this new thing that I've created? And I love that you talked about how you can pace yourself essentially and do both if you want. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, Christine, I just downloaded your magazine and I'm so excited to see this. Um, Again, I just want to encourage all of our entrepreneurial listeners to think about how you can, um, you know, create, create, other sorts of experiences to complement the products. This is beautifully done. Did you design this yourself and actually do it yourself? 
Yes, I did. And there's a great recipe in here. I have all the ingredients here in my house, so I'm going to make it. There's a great recipe. And are these pictures of you doing the yoga poses? Yes. You guys, can you see the, 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 the infiltration, I, sh- I should say, or the overlap between who Christine is and the brand that she's created is extremely inspiring. And it's also something that automatically makes it completely unique from anything else in the universe. And I think the lesson there is tremendous, Christine. Thank you so much. Um, I'm yeah, it's been really lovely to talk to you about it. You know, like I said, it's still new, so it's it's wonderful to start sharing uh, the story of Send Nudes with with others. Well, the way you describe it, it's always going to be new. Yeah, <laughs> because I mean, because you're you, when you're inspired, you will create something new, and then it'll always be new. And I I think that's just a beautiful thing. So thank you so much for sharing with us, everyone. Sent Nudes, S E N T nudes.com check it out obviously online get your hands on this magazine and that amazing mixtape and uh, follow christine at scent nudes on instagram as well thank you so much for sharing with us today thank you have a good rest of your day you too bye-bye now well i hope this episode of the indie business podcast left you inspired motivated and excited about the future of your small business. Let's quickly review three of the most significant business insights Christine and I discussed today. First, integrating your authentic self into your brand. Christine shared that for her, the scent creation process is an extension of something or experience that inspires her. It is not the result of feeling the need to create a new scent. The infusion of who Christine is as a person highlights the artistic nature of her work. She compares it to an artist who creates a painting. The artist and the resulting work are integrally connected. A current tangible example of this is how Christine plans to integrate her training as a Reiki master into her next fragrance creations. Number two, creating a magazine. Christine's Sense Nudes magazine is truly innovative, and it's not just another publication. It's a reflection of the fact that Scent Nudes stands for more than a lovely scented product. It also stands for a particular kind of way to experience life. Through the publication, Christine intends to spotlight the inspiration and radiance that can be found in the everyday. This is a strong compliment to her brand. I encourage you to think about how you can use the content you create to reflect a similar experience for your best buyers. And number three, leading a business while employed full time. Christine's advice to anyone interested in doing this is to start slow and set realistic goals. She described how difficult it is for her personally to be creative when her basic needs are not met. If you start a business while you have a traditional job, you are not constantly worried about how you're going to provide for yourself. And this gives you the mental space you need to create and not be so stressed out all the time. Well, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, won't you do me the honor of rating this podcast? It helps me so much to know that you appreciate the amazing people 
and stories featured on the Indie Business Podcast. You can also share episodes from my blog at IndieBusinessNetwork.com to your favorite social media outlets. I will see you on the next episode of the Indie Business Podcast. In the meantime, enjoy your life, build your business, and have your way.